Alright guys, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. The SAG strike is over and we discuss a lot of future projects and reboots. We cast Link and Elon Musk, talk the curse and bodies before re-watching Blade Runner. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Uh, just wonderfully, man, and I am just happy to be here with you. I'm How are you? thankful to be here with oh, you. Oh, I'm thankful, yeah. Yeah. It's that week, isn't it's it? It's not really that week. Oh, it's not. It's the weekend after. Oh, we're yeah. going to do a pod before Thanksgiving, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, so Two. let's stop talking about Thanksgiving. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Who's talking about Thanksgiving? Not me. <laughs> Move on, quick, <laughs> before they notice. <laughs> wow. Just weeks of Thanksgiving content <laughs> on here. What the people want. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. That's awkward. Um, so, anyways, mm-hmm. what you guys could do, since you're going to be thankful for two weeks, um, is you are going to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. I just appreciate you all. God bless. Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gazuntite. Yes. Let's go. We're excited to be here. Um, go back and check out our sports cast. There's lots to love about Minnesota sports right now. That was fun. With the it's Vikings fun and the, the Timberwolves have me feeling excited. As long as you don't have like exactly middle of the road teams, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. If you got some sort if you got a shitty team. Yes. Great Unless content. it's a wild, in which case it's just like, what's there to talk about? But like bad teams have good content and good teams have good content and everything else is boring. Right. If everyone's like and they're the nine seed right now in the West, and yep. the Wild are the nine seed in the West as well. <laughs> I'm like, God <laughs> like, damn, what okay. are we going to say? They're average. Mm. They're not inspiring. They're not going to win the title, and they're not going to get a good draft pick. That is no man's land. So That's kind of our bread and butter. It was fun. It was a good episode. Go check that out. Otherwise, Jim, what are we drinking here? All right, so we're back with the S&M Bondage Pack. Oh, yeah. Nothing if you didn't join us, us from more the other... like the bondage pack. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't hear the sportscast, you might be a little confused right now, and that's okay. Um, but Lupulin every year releases the S&M, and it's a Simcoe. It's usually a Simcoe and Mosaic hop. This is a mix pack with Sultana and Motauki. I don't know what that is, but it's a different kind of hop. Yeah. And these are just really nice, solid IPAs. Yeah, these are good. And um, also, I... I uh... This is this is just like the the unofficial beer of the Nordies podcast. S and M, yeah, absolutely, it is. Literally, everyone knew that though. I mean, I'm the S, you're the M. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> All right, uh, so here we go. Lots to talk about today, and the place that we are going to start is with the biggest clown in the industry, Jared Leto. Ooh. This dude climbed the Empire State Building, but he was not free climbing. He was like attached to it. Yeah. As like a promotional stunt right. for his band, 30 Seconds to Mars. Is that band any good? No. And if they were good, I wouldn't like them anyways because Jared Leto is Because the of singer. Jared Leto. What a clown this guy is. An absolute doofus. Can't stand him mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I mean, he's one of like one of the very few actors or actresses that I'm like, oh, they're in it. Not Now I'm like out. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh, they're going to ruin the movie. Um, yeah, so he climbed from like, I don't know, whatever, the 86th to the 105th floor. Um, I mean, kind of impressive. I will say that like he was climbing the glass kind of like edges and stuff. And he 
did have a rope securing him, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like pulling him up. But I think I could have done it. I couldn't have. You don't think you could do it? I don't think I could climb a ladder. 15 foot fence. I think you could. I think you're underselling yourself a little bit. I don't think I could. Okay. Like a tall fence oh. is not easy. <laughs> That's not I mean, for my me. tall fence days are over. I, I, I can do a four foot fence. I could probably get over like an eight foot fence if I needed to. Oh. Well, then I could do 10, probably. You could, for sure. You could probably climb 40 foot fence. You were like, the best climber I've ever met. Well, in my prime. Now my body's too heavy. But I'm before, telling you, when it was you, lighter. Oh, my gosh. The, seeing this guy climb a tree is a tree. I bet this is not what people expected. No, hear. they didn't expect They this didn't content, expect that we were going to go into You're going to hype me up about yeah. me, my climbing skills. But, I love but that. But, wow. This guy getting into a tree is the most natural thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> my hand just finds the fucking handholds and up yeah. I go. Whoop. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, 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 it's fun. It's just more dangerous when you get older. Okay. So I really can't stand Jared Leto. Um, I don't care about this. I just wanted to bring it up because I wanted to just talk shit about just him. Just so we could talk shit about him. And uh, yeah, success. Okay. Well, how about this? The SAG strike ends. Good. It's over. That's good. Good. This for is them. good news. They got what they wanted. Um, We're not going to miss out on that much content, although we're definitely going to get. You know, a big dry spell coming up probably in about, like, we always kind of get like a January to March. I think it's going to be more like almost all summer dry spell. Um, so um, they did announce some of the things that they've been working on during this whole thing. Okay. What? Oh, yeah, because, of, yeah, they just couldn't promote. They couldn't promote. No, but they, the, the writers were writing a lot of new content that was going to blow us away. Okay. And a couple of the things that they said that they're going to do is um, they're going to redo The Wizard of Oz. Um, they have Miss Ms. Bean, um, which is Mr. Bean's daughter. <laughs> um, what they, else they got? They have uh, a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head spinoff of Toy Story. Okay. Um, and then they're going to just reboot like six other franchises. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to reboot everything. That's I all they ever it. do. They don't yeah, ever yeah. do anything but reboot things. Ever what are they, I heard point. they're doing something with Jurassic Park. What are they? What are they doing? Um, Jurassic Park. It's going to be Jurassic Park, but it's they learned how to make miniature versions of the dinosaurs, and so there's way more of them, and they attack you in like hordes of okay. raptors. But they can <laughs> but like hide. In, they can hide. Kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, they're going to sell more toys that way. Yes. Yeah. Like, okay, I like that. It's just they are just trying to tell us how busy they are writing but in reality <laughs> they just are like have we tried he-man <laughs> yeah we should do he-man he-man spin off she-man they're like uh has anyone thought about bringing back gumby <laughs> <laughs> gumby is so overdue for a comeback my god yeah they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel there um they're like all right thank god these artistic writers are back hear me paid. out Prometheus and Bob Universe. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. What? You don't remember Prometheus and Bob? What? No, I don't. Oh my gosh. It was like that show where there was like the toys. Yeah. And they would like, you know, do like live action stuff with them. And it was like one was an alien and one was like an idiot. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That sounds cool. I didn't know about that. Um, What was the one that was like, no, no. That was and, and Mr. He, Bob. Mr. Bob. There yeah. you go. Mr. So Bob was always different. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Was that like, was an SNL Skit. That was yeah. That started like that. Um, and then uh, the only other thing that they're throwing around but, right um, now, Ms. Bean. 
is going to be, <laughs> oh, my God. And then a couple other. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, I heard is in early talks, going to be electric. A couple other things that I'm excited about is yeah. uh, a reboot of the ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> Yeah, we needed the that. overtly gay duo. We've needed that for yeah. quite some time. <laughs> um, and uh, what else you got? Uh, Wayne's World Four. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if there was a it's, three. It's but... called the Wayne's Multiverse now. Yeah, and it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be big. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah they they're gonna reboot a live action Brave Little Toaster I think. Oh, that's too depressing. That's that's way depressing. That movie scared me so he bad. Kill, the toaster kills himself to save the boy who doesn't even care about him at the I end. Why would, would the why is the toaster obsessed with the boy when the boy's like, why would he care about a toaster? I just want you to know that when I was a kid, the that I had like Infinity movies and like the the movies that were like too scary or violent or inappropriate or whatever were like on the top shelf. And that was like all of the rated R movies yeah. and stuff. That all like, your, the porn and stuff. The porn, you, yeah. you know, probably. And like, I wasn't allowed to watch those ones. And I always forced my parents to put the Brave Little Toaster up there up. too. Yeah. Because not only did I not want to watch it, because it was too upsetting <laughs> and scary to me. And like, I don't know why. I just needed it away from yeah, me. Yeah, just get they it out of just, sight, out of mind. They should have just got rid of it, to be honest. Did you ever watch Labyrinth? No. Because that would have fucked you up even more. I think they're going to reboot that, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually going to be co-starring uh, <laughs> the white pants with the dick outline. <laughs> David Bowie's. David's Bowie. Um, yeah, they're they're also going to just redo a bunch of movies that just recently came out, like Step Brothers again, but with new people. Yep, yeah, they need um, to reboot that. Well, yeah. they're rebooting Mean Girls, and we, we don't they even have it on that. the list. And it's like they are rebooting slightly mean. different with a lot of the same cast. But that's but for real. They actually really are doing that. They actually that. are doing that. Yeah. I don't really understand. It. I don't know why. I watched that movie the other day. It is. It is so fat phobic. You can't do that anymore. No, but it is funny. Not it that is part. funny. I mean, that's that's not fair of me. No, like, it's, it's a pretty clever movie I didn't mean that's why overall. it was funny. But like, just in general, it was a really funny movie. And it was the kind of movie like with the name and like everything about it that I think it, that the age I was mm-hmm. when it came out, I think I was so ready for myself to not like it. Cause I was of like, what's well, a girl's movie or something. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was an absolute masterpiece. You had to actually watch it to be convinced. And then you were like, yeah, no, this is hilarious. Yeah. It was really good. They crushed it. So yeah, I loved, um, I loved mean girls and I'm yeah. not excited about them rebooting it. No, I don't care about that. Let us know what else you heard that they're rebooting though. Everyone yeah. send us in your best reboot ideas transformers which is gonna be big but the <laughs> emphasis is gonna be kathleen kennedy's on that one uh i don't know it's gonna be great man all the stuff we have to look forward to from these writers that are just so they're they're hemingways left and right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's where we're at guys it's that's just it's at. it's pretty rough like i just don't i don't even know that's why i'm kind of excited about ghostbusters this. 17 that's why i'm excited about this okay yeah what's up um I'm excited about Rebel Moon. Hey, at because least it's I original. Don't, I don't know what Rebel Moon is, and we got a new trailer for we it. We did, and it looks kind of cool. It's going to be a big R-rated sci-fi epic. Uh, Zack Snyder, love him or hate him, we did like Dawn of the Dead that he did, right? Yeah, yeah, it was zombie cool. movie. I liked cool that. That was movie. fun. Yeah, he's you know he's talented in some ways. Doesn't know when to edit sometimes. Like, he, he, every idea is a good idea. They all stick, and he does too much. But, I mean, he's a talented guy. Uh, I'm excited. This is totally original, and it's it's kind of like 
I guess it was like Zack Snyder at one point was going to do his own Star Wars movies, and then they like kiboshed it, which they do all the time because they don't know what they're doing anyways. And he took those scripts and was like, well, good. Now I can make it way R-rated. I can do what I want. So it's feels like Star Wars, but it's totally new and different. And the trailer looked cool. So December 22nd, uh, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm excited, but like I'm going to watch this at some point. Yes, yes. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this. Okay. And I, cool. I, I think Netflix is having a pretty good year. In a bad, I mean, in a bad, yeah. bad, bad TV year, in a bad streaming year, I think Netflix when, is last year, having a good year. Last episode, right? We went through like what's yeah. left from these streaming services, and it's like, dude, they're all like light on content yeah. and high on no, cost. Are. But you know, their Netflix is doing the best. Yes. Okay, so speaking of uh, things that are going to come out, and we need to like fantasy book them. Okay. Legend of Zelda movie is on its way. Yeah, finally. Yeah. I mean, Mario worked. Sonic worked. Yeah. I think it's time Yeah. to try. I, I've got my, my, my fantasy um, cast. Like, casting. So should we, should we cast Link at the same time? Uh, no, because we're not the same. Oh, yes, we are. No, we're not. Really? I'm, I'm positive we're not the same. Okay, because I know which... Well, all right. Okay, give me yours. Link. Tom Holland, obviously. My link is Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, what? <laughs> Why? You're gender-bending it? Yeah, that's what it looks like when well, I see Link. Every time I see Link. Link is very femme. Yeah. Very femme, but he's very yeah. strong. And he goes, hi-ya! She could do that. Oh, yeah, she could definitely and do then, that. And then my... Um, but she should be Zelda, the princess. Okay, so I'm I'm actually fine with Tom Holland. Tom Holland that, and then Zendaya me. as the princess. No, I, mean, I think that the princess perfect. should be um the girl who plays Hati. Oh yeah, she's good, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, I like her. She's a little bangs and Hattie. all. Yeah, with, I like her. with the bangs. Yeah, she's cool. No, that that'd be great. Um, I hope that they take a serious tone with this movie because I hope what so they've too, done with like yeah. Mario and Sonic and stuff, it's it like too silly. They're just silly, 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 That's and fine. they don't take the the subject matter seriously, and it works for them. Kids, but like I know, I'm not saying kids don't like Zelda, but yeah. adults really really like Zelda. Like Zelda. This movie this should be for 35 year old men. I think so too. Fucking I think 55 year old men. Yeah. Um, and so I want it to be a much more serious tone, and I want it to look cool. And I don't want every single, like, intense moment to be diffused with, like, stupid jokes and shit. Yeah, I don't either. Because it, it puts you in a different category then. Then you're like the um, Dungeons and Dragons movie. And that movie rocked. But they yeah. maybe that was a choice for them to take a serious game yeah. and make it an absolute slapstick comedy. Yes. Great movie. Yeah. But that didn't please fans. And then they're not making more. So no fans had to be disappointed. Yeah, I I would know as a huge Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons fan. We only know one, and that's bolstered. Do you know any other Dungeons and Dragons people? I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, and I actually don't I really understand. Like I I will tell you though, I've listened to the Pardon My Take episodes of Dungeons and Dragons where they they play they play with like one of the best people in the world, like a like, dungeon master guides them. Yes, and, stuff, and they, they they have they have their own story. No, they they take it pretty seriously. They have fun with it. Okay. And like, they do like whole like hour long parts of them playing it, mm. and it's pretty good. You've listened to whole episodes of it, huh? Yeah. So you you probably understand it better than I do. I don't really know um how to play or if there are rules. I think you just have to like be really creative and flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So they're finally going to make this. It's probably a few years out, but we will definitely. Tom Holland needs to be it. Yeah, or like a young. 
newcomer. As long as like the budget's huge and it looks sick, it can be totally un unknowns. But well, we also have a Darren Aronofsky, um, Elon Musk biopic. Ooh, what has Darren early. Aronofsky done? Um, he recently did The Whale. With Brendan Fraser. Mm. He did Requiem for a Dream. Oh, horrible movie. Yeah. Worst movie I've ever seen. He's done cool shit. He's done cool stuff. He um, only makes upsetting movies? No, he does. Yeah. He makes really dark, upsetting oh. movies. Requiem um, is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. My least favorite movie I've ever seen. But you haven't seen Kids. Is it more depressing? Kids is way darker and more depressing. Yeah. It's oh, way more fucked up. Boy. And it's like actual like teen like young teenage actors doing all of it, so it's fucked up. Oh man, I'm sorry. Requiem was Requiem was upsetting. Yeah, Requiem was like scary and gross. It and was really gross. It was really a disgusting movie. It's like don't do drugs, kids. Um yeah, I was like actually honestly watching like that and kids probably kept me off the smack. <laughs> you know? Yes. It was like it was right there. I could've um no, but Darren Aronofsky trying to do an Elon Musk biopic. And I think as we were kind of leading up to this, we were talking about who we might cast. I had somebody in mind, and I think you pretty much nailed it. Why don't you go ahead and say who you think should play Elon? I think it should be Brennan Fraser. And like, how much sense does that make? He you looks, just starred oh, in The Whale. He looks like Elon Musk to me. Like, yeah. And in, in, and he can be awkward. I think he could oh, nail it. I think he would just. I, this could be his his actual. I almost, Oscar I almost like think that it's just already in the books. Like I yeah. bet it's already a done deal. He's perfect for it. They have the same body. Frazanasans is is in full swing. And you know what? Like it's just like they got that same barrel chest body with the yeah. small legs. I just want to see him just like play a really unlikable character. Mm -hmm. Like I think he spent his career being kind of like, kind of like. I don't want to be rude to the guy because I know to Frazier, yeah, or to to Brendan Frazier. I yeah. want to be rude to Musk all day, every day. Sure, but I think with Frazier, I think like he spent his whole career kind of like being like this lovable idiot who wasn't very good at acting. Mm -hmm. Like the characters he played were like these idiot characters. Yeah, were always George really of the good. Jungle. I like want to see him yeah. play like a villain yeah. once and like let him. Let him really dive into this. Do you and remember when he did one time and he was going to be like this fire master and then they totally scrapped Batwoman? <laughs> he was, he was the bad it? guy in no. it. And he was so proud of the movie and it's never going to see the light of day. No. Um, yeah. So, okay. So I like that. And my cast would be Matt Damon. Oh, I like that too. Okay. And Can Damon, you see it oh, in the face? Damon would... Damon Damon wants it. Damon wants it. He bad. wants it. He would do this. He would he would make him into but the But can you see it? Oh yeah, I can see it for sure. Okay. Damon would love this role. Mm. Will they give it to him? Don't know. I don't know. But, but he, would Damon he does some it? biopics lately. He did like that Ford versus Ferrari shit. Like he I think did the he Damon, was in the Nike movie. I think Damon needs to actually go less serious though. Yeah. Also Damon needs a Damon needs a TV show. Damon needs a river of God. Yes, he needs a he needs he a limited needs like series a on HBO. Big limited series with big budget. Although HBO ain't what it used to be. It's now it's Max, and it could oh, be literally Max shit is, reality. I don't TV. even know if Max is good. No, it's not good. I don't think Max is good. Max I don't really have any faith in them. They're like sucks. they're like, hey, stick around. Remember pay, we made Chernobyl, and then 15, we stopped making good stuff. They're like, pay fifteen dollars a month, and in two years, the next uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> season will come out. <laughs> it's like, but you have to pay it now. They're <laughs> like, pay pay fifteen dollars a month, and we may or may not release some Harry Potter stuff in the future. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. I don't I don't even know. I don't even know what people are like I I don't know why I'm such an idiot and still have HBO, but oh. it's well, nothing is on there. Well, I'm glad you do cuz I have it through you. Nothing is on there. So <laughs> no, there's nothing to watch <laughs> out there. I don't even like what is their big show right now? Uh I don't think they have one, dude. It's that bad. What would you say is even like their Sunday night show? Bro, I don't think they have one. Like how does HBO have no shows? I know. I mean, they got True Detective coming because, up because in, the, even, in like January, February Even or when but, HBO was at its worst part of the year. There would be a Sunday night thing. There would be, would, like, be like, it would be like Westworld, like, ah, it's not that great, but we're into it. Even when they were even worse, it would yeah. be like Silicon Valley and um, True Blood. Yeah. Would be on like a Sunday and you'd be like, they're both okay. Right. You know, but like you'd at least have that or you'd at least have Veep or you'd at least right. have, there'd be some kind of show on that you were like, well, it's watchable. There's nothing. Curb was on all Curb, the time. Yeah. And now they haven't done one of those in a minute. Yeah, man. It's it's tough out there. Um, It's Matt Damon. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, how, how about this? We have, uh, for those of you guys uh, taking, um, you know, a countdown over under when we talk about Marvel for the first time. Oh, here we go. 21 minutes was uh, the over under and it's going to come in right around there. So, okay. Um, Marvel uh, delaying all of their movies at this point. Yeah, they move they're moving everything out. Um the panic is real. The the only one that's like a legit reason is is Deadpool. Okay. And they're moving it out like a couple months, okay? Why? So it's still going to come out because they actually like got stopped towards the end of production and they needed okay. to de- de- okay. delay. The rest of them are not because of that. It's because they suck. Like so they're trying to make Anthony Mackie the new Captain America. Traditionally Captain America movie Captain America movies have been the best Marvel movies. Uh, the the first there. one's okay. The second yeah. one is incredible. Yeah, it's good. Um, Winter Soldier. Third they were one kinda, is Civil War. They, they like, kind of bro. turned into like, ha- like you know, Jackass three, and then Jackass three point five. Like yeah. those. The the Captain America movies turned into like Avengers two point five. Yeah, yeah. Like it did. was like kind of like half Avenger movies because it's yeah. like going to be another three years for another yeah. Avengers movie. So that yeah, I get that. Um, but this one apparently was so bad. That they had like test screened it and they went back at extensive rewrites, extensive reshoots, trying to salvage this movie. When you have Anthony Mackie, who's never led anything, let alone anything good, trying oh, to be a lead, terrible. you got Harrison Ford as a second lead who can't do shit anymore. He's barely showing up for Indiana Jones, and you think he's going to care about playing why is, Thunderbolt Ross. Why is he in it? Because he's he's because the, the guy that was Thunderbolt Ross died, the actor. I can't remember his name. He's pretty I, famous. I don't. I couldn't have less interest in I know. this movie. I know it's gonna be bad. And so yeah, and and they're delaying. Um, what else? I don't know. I can't I just, remember. But a couple other movies got moved out too. Um, yeah, I, th- I think. Oh, Thunder Thunderbolts, right? Where it's like, you know, supposed to be like. Oh God, I don't even know. Crimson Red and all those like kind of bad guys and like oh, oh, all oh. like the characters, a bunch of the characters they introduced from the TV shows. Yeah, the girl from um uh that's Black Widow's sister. Black Widow's sister. Okay. And then it's got it's got Elaine. Elaine. <laughs> yeah, Elaine. <laughs> it's got enough set. It's right got there, yeah. it's got um Hopper. It's got Hopper. Um <laughs> It's got all characters. It's got that Kurt I think Russell's of, son. It's all it has it all it. characters that I think of as other characters. Because and they're, they're like, if we weird. put all seven of these characters in a movie, do you think people will care? And then, no. and then they're like, oh, they right. got Bucky. And they got they're, Bucky. They're like, all right, so what's the premise? And they're like, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's just the is, same as the Suicide Squad. And they squad. think that this is going to carry forward the MCU. They all got arrested for doing bad things, and now we need to take them out of jail because we don't want to risk a, the real heroes. special mission, which we have special, none, by the way. <laughs> for a special secret mission, but if anything happens to them, they're shit out of luck because the government will deny Total it Total deniability. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah. It was Suicide Squad, and it was pretty bad, too. <laughs> 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 I think we might have just overdone it on superhero movies. Yeah. And like we said the other day, like I know that there's people out there who probably hate superhero movies and are just like, why do you talk about it every week? But it was like, this is the biggest thing in movies. And now it's just like dying a really public death. Yeah. And I did. I do think one take that we've had in, in the past couple of months has been, why don't they change what superhero movies are? And why don't they do more... V for Vendettas and Watchmen and things Logans like that. Logans and yeah, where yeah. they're like they're like a total different take. And and I know the boys is has because been that. they can make more money from a really bad PG thirteen movie than they can from an award winning R rated movie. I, I, but it doesn't have to be rated R to money. me. I think it's just like yeah. why? Like I think the answer to their superhero problem is um, taking a temporary break, mm-hmm. temporary break from universes. And going to some one-off stories yeah. from graphic novels and comic books yeah. that don't connect to anything else, and telling that story, or maybe it's two or three movies, but like, that's what I, I, I find myself wanting to see that more. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm the interconnectedness and like the. It was the coolest thing ever, and now no one cares anymore. And I so... think that the like we, I, I feel like we feel like Marvel has been unlucky. Yeah. With um uh I'm sorry, Black Panther what was in Chadwick Boseman died. Chadwick Boseman died. And then you had you have uh you know, this new guy who's playing Kang, um Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors getting in trouble. Shouldn't be getting paid in, by in anyone DC, right now. In D C you had um you had uh The Flash, Ezra oh, Ezra, Ezra Miller yep. getting in a bunch of trouble. You know, like you're watching these things kind of burn down because they are getting unlucky. But I think in reality the fact that they went 10 years without anything going wrong was probably lucky was yeah, was probably was the, lucky part. the lucky part like i can't believe nothing went wrong with anyone no one died no one we'll quit always no look one back got at the marvel run up until um, endgame as one of the craziest achievements in popular cinema ever oh um, yeah and you know we, our marvel I think we knew rewatch, then our marvel it was, rewatch like, was they... so fun it was fantastic, and we stopped there, didn't we? Well, actually, we maybe did a couple more, but it was like but we yeah, knew it was that over. whole story was so fun to watch and watching it build. And then, ever since then, it's just I don't know. So yeah. they are delaying everything at this point, and then and to make things matters worse for them, yeah, to just increase to their panic, um, the Marvels uh, had the worst MCU opening ever. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I would go see it. No, I wouldn't go see it. Um, if it's if it's on Disney Plus, I'll watch it. Oh sure, but I'm waiting. Yeah. I think I'm waiting for that. Oh, I'll definitely wait for that. Um, I'm good on it. It you know it got like it actually didn't get great reviews, but somehow they did a crazy marketing campaign where all of these like big you know mostly online publications gave it these glowing reviews and then promoted their review. So to me, that tells me that Disney just goes and pays these sites to write the reviews. Which isn't illegal. You know, there's some standards in journalism you should respect, but if they don't care, they can absolutely get paid to, to write a positive review. So I think that's what was going on. Um, and yeah, man, I, I just, I think they missed. I don't think we were excited about this ever. Um, 
you know, these are these are characters that two out of the three were came from below average TV shows. Well, yeah. Monica Rambo was pretty good in in uh, well, you know, the Scarlet Witch one. Yes, but the you know the other one, Miss Marvel, came from a show that nobody watched. Don't watch it. I didn't watch it. I don't know, man. It's too bad. Disney. We'll find stuff to watch. I, I kind of feel bad though, okay, because Disney um, stuck up for like, you know, marginalized groups of people. I would say. Yeah. And then, you know, um, high <laughs> heel wearing DeSantis, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. was like was like being woke is bad, and then everyone was like Disney sucks because they're woke. <laughs> You and think now, he actually had an impact on Disney? I just no, think that their no. stuff is getting boring. I don't no, think I agree. I just I I hate the timing. Yeah, because I I kind of hate. It that. makes it look like woke things are woke. You go broke type of deal. Yeah, that yeah. feels bad to me. Yeah, and so I, as much as I don't really care about Disney too much, I I do think Disney has been probably awful for human rights. Probably, Overall. but like I do think that they have have done done a little bit of their part to stick up for some of the right groups and some of the right people. Okay. And so to me, when, you know, major political figures attacks Disney for being woke and then they just can't make a good show to save their life right after <laughs> that kind of that sucks. Bad That's time. pretty negative. Yeah. So I don't love that, but I do. Um, yeah, I'm bored. With I mean, even South park, you know, we had heard that that special was pretty good. I watched it. Did you watch the no, Panderverse? Did you like it? It was pretty good. Okay. It was good. It's and, a, it is a watch. And, you know, they're going to make fun of everybody. And so, yeah. you know, they make fun of Kathleen Kennedy where every project, they're like, hey, we're making a little less money on here. What, what do you think, Kathleen? And she's like, you know, make it lame. Put a chick in it. A gay chick. Make it lame. <laughs> like every time. It's like, uh, you know, but it is, I, I do believe that it is a bit of a coincidence with just the people getting tired of it. Yeah. And Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about this? Um, Arcane is coming back to to Netflix. Netflix next November. Yeah, I mean it's still a ways out. It's like a year out, um, and I believe it probably takes that long to animate it because it is some of those beautiful animation I've ever seen. I thought Arcane. It's based off League of Legends. You ever play that game or hear about it? I, I, it's I don't like know an online that. massive multiplayer. I think I don't okay. know what it is. It doesn't really matter. I had no idea what the subject matter was going in, and I really loved. It was one of my favorite animated series of all time. Okay. Um, Netflix, you can go watch it now. It's Arcane. So, so good. And we are getting a second season finally, which is cool because there's so much to explore in this world. So I care about this one. Eric, do you think you'll ever watch the first season and get into it? Do you um, watch any animation ever besides... Not really. Try to watch Rick and Morty. I watched Rick and Morty. I'd say I. That's about it right now. And you haven't watched Capopolis, even though you. I watched fucking one episode. It. I watched one episode. It was pretty good. Would you get? I don't it? know. I don't. I don't really like animated shows. Usually, I don't yeah, know. I, it's, I know. It's, I struggle with it. Like, I don't know. I can't get you to watch Akira. I can't get you to watch Ghost in the Shell. Well, I, so I'll try. I'll no, try to get won't. onto something. I don't know. All right. So I can't commit to all of them. Yeah, I'll let you like maybe Eddie. pick your best one or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, well I'll have to think of what that's gonna be. Okay, um, but anyways, yeah, I keep moving, buddy. And then also we got the live action Last Airbender trailer as well. Dude, this actually looked pretty good. I watched some of the cartoon back in the day. Okay, it's, you know the early stuff is pretty kids yeah. centered, and then it gets like like Clone Wars was right. Yep, pretty kid centered, and then it gets pretty intense. But I never really made it that far, so I don't know. But 
Um, you know, obviously the M night Shyamalan movie is like one of the biggest travesties of all time. They like, couldn't even get the the pronunciation pronunciation of the names, right? They cast a bunch of like white weirdo people to be these Asian actors. They pretty much blew it in every way possible. M night Shyamalan is career or with this movie? Uh, Both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but Hey, talk about something that was like a harbinger of, of things to come. Like, yeah, he made this and you're like, Oh my God, maybe he just sucks. Uh, so anyways, this is their second chance and it's got like this really great cast of, you know, Asian actors, um, I mean all different races, but you know, a lot of Asians obviously. And then it just looks cool. It looks great. The CGI looks good. I'm, I'm standing this show. I think that this has a chance to bring this last airbender story to a bigger audience. Okay. I like Netflix. Dude, one piece was good. Um, you know, a couple of the other ones haven't been so good, but like they are getting better at adapting anime to live action. So I'm yeah. into this, man. No, I agree. And I do think like this, you is... might end up watching this because I think it's going to be a big show. Yeah. I, I want to like this. Yeah. I, we need this to hit. You didn't watch one piece at all. Did you No. the live action? Did you like it? Yes, I did. But I think this is gonna be better. Okay. Well, there are some good things on TV right now. Yeah. I watched episode one of the curse. Oh, okay. All right. Nathan Fielder. Yes. And Emma Stone. Yes. Who's a huge get. Safty brother. Safty bro. And I think that's... A24. Yeah. I think it was written by Nathan Fielder and Safty. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to give you the premise. Do you know it? Um, They moved to a town and tried to do an HGTV show. Yes. Like fixing up an old house. Yes. But, but they're just dysfunctional and weird or what? And they're like, they're like fucking up the town. Yeah. Because they're like raising the cost of living so much that it's like pricing everyone out of the town. So everyone in the town hates them. Everyone hates them. So is it the Joanna Gaines, Chip and Joanna? Kind of like that. It's them. Yeah. Okay. It's them. And they, they they are convincing they're trying to convince themselves and everyone that they're good people. Mm. Okay. But they are like scumbag people. Yeah. And it's so uncomfortable. I mean, it's like Nathan Fielder. I mean, it is his style. His humor is just making you your skin crawl mm. in ways that like no one else is willing to do to like get people to laugh. Oh. This show is funny, but it's not like a comedy. It's not. Yeah, it's dark. Like, huh? It's like what what Nathan Fielder has really leaned into. This yeah. is his. This is his wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, his his career is going to be making things like this. He lives in the most uncomfortable spaces. And I can't believe his tolerance for awkwardness. I just want you to know that um, that when you get to the part about the cherry tomato boys, <laughs> <laughs> cherry tomato boys. I mean, oh boy, I can't wait. Oh, wow. So it's on Paramount right now. Yeah, this episode is, one is this out. This is like the most uncomfortable show on TV. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I did, um, but it is like it's a. And little your brother hard Adam watch. really liked it. He right? loved it. Okay. He loved it. He thought it was so good. Um, I think it's super fun. I want it to be good. I want I like I think I'm going to like it more than most and Emma I Stone, wonder if I'll like it. And that Emma much. Stone is like she's so good. Yeah. She's so good. She's like, almost too good that it she makes it contributes to the awkwardness. Yeah, oh yeah. And you can tell she's having fun with this okay. too. Like it's it is just every interaction with Nathan Fielder and anyone is so painful and on purpose. It's and not like, it's not a show where there's unknowing actors right no everyone knows everyone's an everyone actor. is an actor okay 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 and so they're they're building houses in 
Espanola, Texas. And they're like these invisible houses that are like mirrored houses that are supposed to be like the most eco-friendly houses ever. And you're able to like save all of this energy and they don't even need to be mirrored. It's just a gimmick. Yeah. And so that's what the whole thing is. <laughs> I think that you're going to like the show a lot. I want to, I want to yeah. watch it. I want to watch it tonight. I have to finish. So next week I'll be talking about uh, Michael Fassbender's The Killer, David Fincher's latest movie on Netflix. Yeah. So I might want to finish that tonight. I'm torn though, because I'm really been excited to watch this weird ass show. Yeah. I think that you need to watch at least the first episode. All right. It's so really good. It's called what? Um, the Curse. The Curse, and it's on Paramount. All right, I'm into it. Can't yeah. wait. We've been waiting for this one. We've been talking about it for a year. Yeah, we've been talking about it forever. All right, and then also, you finished Loki. Yeah, I did. Do people need to be watching I did. This? So season two just wrapped on Disney+. Plus. It was another six-episode arc. Uh, I I liked it. Right, Like, halfway through, I'm like, damn, I guess they're just really committing to this TVA thing, right? Which, I get it. They got the sets built. They got the the actors and characters signed up that were part of that. So they're mm-hmm. going to keep it going. It would have been a little bit cooler to see, you know, hey, where can we go with Loki? Like, he can do anything. He can travel to any space or any planet, interact with any MCU characters ever. And he, they kept it pretty... It's They they act like it's a big show. Yes. Because they're like, if they don't do these things, the world's going to end. But it feels like a small show because it's like two people working in this, like, government building yeah um but i i did like it and it finished really strong you did get jonathan majors in there which problematic or not he does a really good job he's really good i I like it but i think it's just like he's such a scumbag that i think that they're gonna eventually just have to move on from him is that kind of what we're hearing you know they could recast him too i don't see a problem with that just recast him if you're really into kang i don't think people are that hyped on kang anyways now so yeah. The whole thing's falling apart. What can I say? I liked it. I liked how it ended. I don't know if there'll be another season or not. Like, they left it kind of, like, a, a pretty cool spot. Um, Like, his arc has, over these episodes, and really, like, over all of the... he's Loki has been in a ton. He's, like, an OG character. Yeah. I mean, oh, Thor is. was one of the first movies, and yeah. he's in that, right? So, yeah. his arc really felt satisfying in this season. Okay. And if they left it here for him in general, I think you should be satisfied with it. If they want to try to continue it, that would be cool too. But I don't know, man. It's only it's only like four hours. You could just watch the whole thing. Yeah, that's not too bad. You should I, I just still do should. it. Do I still it. should do it. You should. I mean, you really like season one. Yeah. All right. I have been watching a show that you hot wrecked on here. Oh, okay. Okay. So you gave a hot wreck for Netflix's bodies. Yes. Netflix bodies and i i described it as trying to be dark okay so this show thinks it's dark yeah dark is german the show Um, is english this show is english if you've ever watched an english show on netflix which i'm sure they're all like funded by the bbc they're all just bbc but that's like the only thing that makes anything everyone's bbc there and like all the bbc shows look identical they all look exactly (laughs) the same Mm -hmm. they have the exact same cameras and they have the exact same camera settings they might have the same camera people do yeah i think all of them look identical like there's a look of the bbc shows yeah and i don't know that i like that yeah i actually think it looks a little cheesy and a little cheap every time Mm mm-hmm now, I don't want it to take away from and the dark show. Dark looked like it was filmed on fucking film. 
dark like was, it was not digital like dark it looked, was about as cool of a show look wise as i've ever seen yeah i mean it was it was just everything from the colors that they used to just every bit of it was so flawless in especially like that recurring yellow oh, the recurring bright yellow in the gray was just like i don't know it just it just looked it looked perfect up. yeah i i totally agree so what i will say is that um this show is really good okay I really That's like great. it. I'm really in. You're the three, mystery, three episodes I'm in? three episodes. And I'm in four, and I'm linking it. I really like this show. The mystery of it is really fun. The timelines, I thought that the timelines were going to feel convoluted, but they don't. They're way more clear than in Dark. And and I would say that yeah, in Dark, like you have... The problem is in Dark is that you're seeing the same people in different timelines. These yep. are completely different people in different timelines. And, and bigger distances, right? So like yes. y- even the environments are very clear. Like old, old, old England... And then 1930s England. And I like then, all of yeah. those. That's really cool. And like and like in Dark, it's a it's part of the story. Every 33 years, yes, this happens, and then people can move in these 33 year increments. Yep. And so, I think that in this show, with all the different stories, they're totally different stories, but they have some through lines that connect all of them. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they do these really cool shots, like triangular, like kaleidoscope kind of shots where... That sort of help reinforce the characters and the timelines, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and where yeah. you see multiple timelines of characters at the same time. They'll show like all the detectives because yes. the through line is that like a body shows up yes. in the same place in London mm-hmm. in and 1890. some investigator has to investigate it. And so... Those are your main characters. So it's like 1890, um, 1941, 2023, and like 2058 or something. Yeah, yeah. So there's four. And there's these four timelines. The same body shows up in the same place in all of these different timelines. Mm -hmm. And these four detectives are like trying to solve this case or figure it out. And they're all kind of like investigating it at the same time. Now, they'll do these shots, like these kind of like kaleidoscopy shots, where you'll see... This, like two of the detectives in the same place mm-hmm. um, in the show. Obviously, different times in history, but they're both kind of like at the same time and they're sort of yeah. together almost. It's, yeah. it's pretty interesting. And like you will start to see... I, I'm excited to see how they start connecting and more and more and more. And yeah. The mysteries are cool. The mysteries, I don't know much about the mysteries, but I'm, I'm really... They're not. They're playing it close to the vest, dude. Yeah, I'm they're really They're doing interested. big-time character development stuff, which is awesome, and I'm actually really into a few of the characters. I think you're going to get three seasons of this, is my guess. A, a nice, tight three seasons uh, would be perfect. A perfect three-season mystery is like, well, wow. Dark nailed it. Dark. It was, yeah, it. It's actually, honestly, Dark, it's hard to close up anything, and first two seasons of Dark were fucking masterpieces. Season the three was, was a little... Wild. Three, season, season three wasn't bad, but... But it was it was a lot. tricky. <laughs> it was tricky. It was they introduced was like, like four more timelines. I was like, I think I might need to rewatch yeah. this whole thing again because I don't know. It's like, Fuck it, I'm just gonna watch one hour long YouTube video yeah, and understand that's all what of I it. needed to do. So yeah. yeah, I think that this show is kind of taking that like mystery mantle. It's right more now. way more approachable, by the way. It is. Though way more approachable. If it's you... been popular. Dark was never popular. Yeah. Um, this I, is way easier fair. to get into. Yeah. I think if you listened to our show and heard us talk about Dark, then you 
and you were like scared off by that, you shouldn't be scared off by this show. No, this is. I think everyone. It's, it's in it's English. More simple. There's no subtitles. It's, it's more it's... simple for sure. It's not that complicated. It's not that hard to understand. But yeah. that doesn't mean that it's not like the right level of mystery for you. When you watch British television or movies, do you put the subtitles on? Yeah. Oh, I I'm do a, too. I'm a big subtitle Those person. Those bastards, period, dude. I can't understand anything. I'm a big subtitle person. Yeah. Oh, I am too. I am too. I, like, Especially, I, I watch a lot of TV in my mm-hmm. room with my wife sleeping, mm-hmm. and she, God bless her, she can sleep through some shit. But, you know, I like the subtitles on because yeah. the explosions are loud, the yeah. voices are quiet. So, yeah, it's perfect. I like that. I do. I do. All right. Well, it's time to move on to... It's the end of, of the, the rewatch as we know it. I feel fine. Ooh, that was that was nice. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that we should maybe restart Sacred Geometry. <laughs> yes, as a two-man band. Yes, if anyone here knows about <laughs> Sacred Geometry, all right. Um, so here we go. What's we up? watched Blade Runner, the original from like nineteen eighty-two. Eighty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R- Ridley Scott's masterpiece. Yeah. I had never seen this before. Never seen it. Mm-mm. And you had seen the sequel only once, though, huh? No, I've you seen know, the sequel a couple times. You should. Did some of those connections make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I thought, th- I thought that like the sequel was cooler because of this. Sure. And uh, here's gonna be my ultimate takeaway of this movie. Okay. Um, this movie for 1982 is almost Star Wars level of like, um. Like influential, influential, and just like how good it looks and how good that stuff holds up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this this wonderful to hear that. I just had no idea. This is a this is like an Eric eviscerates, which is exciting. It should be, but like I liked a lot of this movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, anything with Harrison Ford is really good, and he looked so fucking cool. Yeah. The big jacket. He looked. It's all like noir detective, smoky. It was always in dark. No scenes in the daytime whatsoever. Yeah, I, I really liked that. I thought that this looked really cool. And he is just like an iconic character in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Deckard. Like so like cool. like a lot of old movies, though, there's like a lot of wasted time. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like really long scenes of talking that I didn't think really moved the plot forward. Or move the characters forward. Where I was just kind of yeah. like, man, I don't know why they just had that six minute conversation. I'm mm-hmm. not really sure it was even interesting or I even learned anything. Yeah, that's um, okay. And then ultimately, I thought that the downfall of this movie. Okay, oh. so no, I, I liked it. This is going to get a pretty good review from okay. me. Okay, it's not going to get an elite review, but it's going to get a good review. But I thought the downfall of this movie was it was just it it, it kind of descended into nonsense. Like the end of this movie, I was like, "What is happening?" Mm-hmm. I I truly it got to the end, and there was like a scene in like they go to, I'm not gonna remember his so name. So they go to Tyrell's company. No, but before that, the oh. guy they went to before that with all the dolls and stuff. Yep, yep. The guy that was like he was kind of fr- like putting replicants together in weird ways and making little freak shows and yeah, he was a total weirdo. Yeah, that whole time they were there. I was like, what are we learning? Yeah. They were pretty much like trying to get close to him so they could well, go. Well, they were trying to, yeah, they were trying to get into to Tyrell, the yeah. owner of the yes. company that makes these replicants, which, by the way, does cross over with your favorite movies, Prometheus. Does it? Yes. How? As the replicants. Who made the replicants in those movies? I think oh. it was Tyrell Corp. Oh. I know. 
which is pretty cool. So that is cool. So yeah, I mean, he's making these, and I think that guy is in, was it was um, in the movie probably in in Prometheus? maybe he, maybe he was I I don't know, but that that like freaky dude that was like dying mm. because he was you know whatever he got some toxic smokes and shit. I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but um yeah, he was like trying to help them. Like he had yeah. like a real affinity for for replicants. I just I I thought when they were in that place, that movie slowed down big time. Mm-hmm. It was less Harrison Ford, which is all the good parts. Yes, and it was more of all these other side characters, and so that part of the movie kind of drug on a little bit for me. Um, and then I would say the end, like the whole end fight scene. So they go to, it all ends in Tyrell Corp, right? So like pretty much. I didn't even know what was going on. I literally, I, I still, I can't really tell you what was happening. One, uh, Deckard goes there to kill them, to stop them. Well, his his job is still to kill them. Absolutely. So he's supposed to go kill them. And then this dude, he's terrified because this dude's snapping his fingers and like, howling like a wolf <laughs> yeah the main bad guy the scary replicant i Rutger don't even, Hauer was so good in this i don't even know what he was doing though i was so confused i was like what is this guy's goal right now yeah well he you know the replicant's goal was, was they to escape till they wanted more they wanted life, more life right? but so then they, they just they just gave up and then killed the dude who could possibly he wasn't him. gonna do it yeah and then they were like killed him and then he was just like chaos yeah and then well he, he was, was just, dying yeah he was just chaos at this point I was I, I was like staring at this TV being like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And it just it kind of just descended into complete chaos. And like his acting maybe it was part of his character dying and that was what it was supposed to be, but like he be, he was making less and less and less sense. He was like he was like his monologue in the rain. I was just It's kinda legendary though. I was so confused by yeah. all of it. And so it got to the end and like I was like, Yeah, that was a cool movie, but I am I felt confused. Yeah. And so to me, like the reason I liked Blade Runner 2049 is I don't know that they did an amazing job, but I thought they did a good job mm-hmm. of kind of explaining some of the mysteries of the replicants. And in in the original one, I don't think we got very much of that. Like, I don't think we got a lot of explanation about no. those mysteries. And those mysteries were left pretty open-ended. They were very open-ended. In fact, the, the version you watched was the theatrical version. Okay. Yeah. So the like opening crawl that explains a few things yep. that are kind of fucking important. Yeah. Was they the studio added that. And they also added like the scene where they're driving away through like yeah. in fact the, those those scenes are from the shining. The extra footage from the shining. Really? Of them like in the mountains and stuff cuz yeah. they just like slapped it together because they wanted a happier ending for the movie. Okay. Um and then future versions ended just with like the the elevator door shutting. And, you know, him, Deckard and Rachel are like, we don't know what their future is going to hold. But I just I I think that like this movie held up pretty well in how it looked. Yes. I thought that the 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 makeup and the costumes and the violence and the sets and everything really held up. That's awesome. And I thought that he was really good. Harrison Ford is just good in anything he does. Oh, my God. Especially like prime Harrison Ford. He's handsome. He's charismatic. He said the N word. Did he? Yeah. I missed that. What? Whoa. <laughs> in this movie? Yeah. On on what context? So he's like introducing like the the detective guy who like he like works for. Yeah. Which is like, like a total douchebag. Yeah, he's guy, like, yeah. he was a he's a tough cop. The kind of cop who would call black people 
blank. No know? way. And just says it. And I was like really caught off guard. Oh I was God. like, excuse I was me. not even paying attention. And I mean, he wasn't like, um, it's not defensible. I'm not going to defend it. No. No. no defense. I'm sorry, everyone. It's just it <laughs> was it was to. it was it rattled me. Well, like, I watched I, Shaun of the Dead, and they threw an N word in for laughs. Oh, God. yeah! I couldn't believe it. I was like, that movie's this movie is an '82. <laughs> that movie's 2003. Yeah, this was this so, this didn't that didn't work for me. Um, so what did you think of like you know the the unicorn origami thing at the end? No and all idea that? of that. Didn't see so it. they've made other versions since then, right? So like they actually somebody in a in a like universal backlot found a bunch of cut footage from the movie and with like some I guess it was Ridley Scott's approval made a cut of the movie and they released it so that's the extended version and then in 2007 Ridley Scott himself did a new version and in those there they do a lot of dream sequences of these unicorns that Deckard has these dreams okay, okay. and so at the time, you're like, this is stupid, but because one of like the replicants gave him that unicorn, it kind of shows that I know what types of dreams you have because I'm also a replicant, and it kind of says that Deckard, they may have just created the Blade Runners to hunt okay. the replicants without telling him, because I did, I did Rachel wonder, herself didn't know. Yeah, She I, had to find out. I did wonder if, if like everyone who kind of you assumed didn't like assumed he was human if they mm. all were kind of in on the fact that he wasn't they just knew that yeah yeah like yeah, i yeah. that's the only thing i kept kind of thinking about in this movie and so yeah i i think that like i think if they made this movie over again i mean they kind of did with 2040 they kind of did yeah but like i think that just doing that and like making it more of a question is needed to happen in this that was that mm-hmm. was the big missed opportunity that was where they just like weren't quite good enough at movie making it I think that yeah, and I think that if you had ended up watching the extended, although I would have felt that way, it's 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 almost more confusing in a way. But you definitely would have taken away like, wait, is he or isn't he? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe here you didn't. So yeah. you definitely took away a lot of questions of like, what does it mean to be human? What's wrong with these? They look just like humans, and they have emotions. What's the difference? You know, so which is a big questions to ask in 1982, and based oh, on yeah. a, on a Philip K. Dick book from you know 20 years before that or whatever. So yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's all pretty classic, and dude, I so I give this movie a ninety three, okay, which is a high score. I get it; it's a classic, and let's rate it on influential a hundred out of a hundred. I think on influential, this is like a ninety eight. Oh my god, say. yeah, it's, it is it's, everywhere. It's just around. It's oh, and like the lines from it are are very. There's a bunch of things that I was like, well, that's in pop culture. That's in pop culture. Yeah, that's in a song, which is cool. That, which is cool I noticed a can, lot of that, and that's fun too, I'd especially say, that N word line. I know uh, that that's big. <laughs> I would say that this was like a, yeah, it was a really influential movie. I mean, it was dated, but like, I think when you watch really old movies, the big question is just like, how well does this stand up compared to everything else? And most movies from that time are pretty, you know, unwatchably bad. And I thought this was like, cool. So can you allow me to at least try to put in this movie and rank it first before you tell me what Uh, you think? Let me tell you and then I'm going to let you do it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give this movie an 82. Okay, no. That's fine with your 82, but yeah. I meant just as far as like yeah, where no. it's going to fit no, no, into. I, I got you. Okay. I think I know where it's going to fit, but tell me what you think. Well, I'd like to put Mad Max Fury Road still at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to put V for Vendetta still there. Yeah. Children of Men, yeah. I love it. 
and so now good about at that. this point I would like to fit in Blade Runner. Okay, ahead and then what? you got Dawn of the Dead, Hunger Games, Twenty Eight Days Later. Easy, yeah, cool. With that. You're good with that. Absolutely, okay, that's nice. Like, I'm for happy sure. with that. I thought this movie was for sure better than the zombie movies. Yeah, and I thought this movie was probably pretty close to Children of Men. Mm-hmm. Children of Men was like kind of like a just an art house weirdo movie it was cool but it, it was just newer and like more complicated like yeah old movies just they just aren't that complicated <laughs> people <laughs> like, couldn't handle it i just think that they just like they just had a lot to learn in like storytelling and yeah, stuff and yeah, so, yeah. yeah all right well but that was fun man i can't believe you watched that that's yeah. that's so exciting it that's was great. cool well this time we're gonna watch another old movie that no one's thought of in a long time yeah we're gonna watch gattaca oh if you haven't watched Gattaca, watch this one with us. It's going to be really fun. This is going to be an awesome rewatch. I've only seen this movie one time ever, and I'm really excited to try it again. I've seen it like probably five times. I used to love this movie, but I haven't seen it in 20 years. I don't know. It's old, yeah. and I'm old. and Maybe it will be bad. I don't know. Ethan Hawke just rips in this thing, dude. Yeah, this movie So this really is cool. a really good dystopian future where it's yeah. like, yeah, things look like they're great. Everything's clean. Yeah, Everything's but, but it's but people worse. don't live very good lives because yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can't wait for this one, man. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So that's it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. So until next time. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out with your best friends here at the Nordies Podcast.